Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. For the first time ever, from Raleigh, North Carolina, AM 1030 WTRU. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio talk show. Today is loaded with first. For the, for, for the ladies, this time we have the Christian car gal with her blog question for the week, which is what is the number one thing that a woman should watch out for when getting automotive service? If you go to our blog at www.christiancarguy.com, you'll find that there. And another first, introducing the Christian transmission guy. And we're going to get to him in a second, too. And then I know it's on everybody's mind with talks about gas going to $4 a gallon. Last week's show, we talked, has anybody got any unique gas-saving devices out there? And I was contacted after the show by somebody, and we're testing a new device on Old Red, my 245,000-mile Dodge pickup truck. We're going to see what she does, and if, and if we make progress, then we'll introduce it to the rest of the Christian Car Guy listening audience. And then at the end of the show, probably the most important road sign you'll ever see. We're going to talk about that. But because we're in Raleigh this morning, we've got a different phone number. Uh, so if you need to call in, it's now, for today only, 877-448-7884. Or for those of you who are digitally gifted, and you can spell things out, it's 877-44-TRUTH. And we divide our hour together into four segments. In the garage segment, I don't know, Phil, if you're down there in Winston-Salem, we could hear our in the garage. You know, normally we have, oh, listen, he's down. There you go. That's what it sounds like when we're in the garage. We teach and talk on maintenance and repair, whether you're doing it yourself or dealing with that service department. In the garage, we feature such guests as Bill Kratz, the Christian mobile mechanic, Jerry Mathis, the Christian body shop guy, and Joey Cluis, the Christian truck guy. But this week, I've been anxiously waiting on this ever since I first heard of her. I finally get to meet her as well. It's Kim Walker, or as we call her, the Christian car gal from Peak Automotive right here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Kim, what have you got for us this morning? Hey, Robbie. Thank you very much for having me on this morning. I really appreciate it. I think that uh, one of the biggest issues facing women today in automotive repair is simply understanding what's going on with their car, feeling like they're really being talked to and not talked down to. And I'm really excited about some of the things that, that I can share. All right. One of the most important things is, uh, is about Ask Patty, uh, which is a website of automotive advice for women, by women, and I'm really excited about that. And I love to talk about things that my dad never taught me about automotive repair. So you want to stay tuned for that. Well, that's coming up. That's in the garage. But also another first, as I mentioned, we've got... The Christian Transmission Guys, Ralph Smith from Cotman Transmissions in Garner, North Carolina. Ralph, what do you got for us? First of all, I'm excited to be here, of course. But what uh, I want to talk about is what a Christian parent should be doing to instruct their kids as they're leaving home and uh, being concerned about car car issues. There you go. Something every <laughs> I have two driving teenagers, you know, and I still have my hair. I guess you noticed. <laughs> then also. Um, Coming up as well, um, if you've, we've got our Highway to the Safety Zone segment, uh, which, yeah, there you go. We got That's so cool to hear that. It's coming from our regular studio, our sound effects. This is where we teach and talk on how to arrive alive, vehicle safety, and safe driving. The school bus seatbelt debate rages on. Not only at our blog, we've had some 
hits on it, but I had some discussions with uh, some school officials as well this week. The question is, do we need seat belts in school buses? Listen to this comment that was on the blog this week. It says, I drove a school bus for 10 years. Who will be responsible for making sure 70 children have their seat belts on? If the driver starts in the back to check, by the time they get to the front, numerous kids will have already taken theirs off. Three kids in one seat with one belt on, three kids in the seat behind with belts off, and the driver slams on the brakes. Unbuckled kids hit the seat in the front, and the seat folds forward with kids strapped in. Guess who gets the most injury? The buckled ones. It, and here the, 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 the blogger said, no seat belts, please. Well, I have a strong argument about it, you know, against that, too, so we've got to go there. What do you think? That's coming up in our Highway to the Safety Zone. Of course, our special phone number today, 877-44-TRUTH or 877-8144. The call is free. We've got lines open. We want to get you on the air. And then, of course, my favorite section of the, of the, of the show is our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's later today. The most important road sign you may ever see, and that's coming up at the end of the show. But if you want to skip ahead, you can go to our blog at www.christiancarguy.com and then click on that blog spot, and you can see this road sign that we're going to talk about. But stop and picture with this with me for a moment, okay? You're driving into a new city, and as you approach there, there's no road signs, no speed limits, no do not pass, no school zone, no markings on the pavement, no reflectors, no curve ahead signs, no railroad crossing signs, no stop signs. No yield signs, no do not park signs, no traffic lights or arrows. As they say at the Outback Steakhouse, you know, no rules, just right, right? Hey, mate, <laughs> you're going to feel safe to let your three-year-old roam the streets in that city. But anyway, we're going to go to that city at the end of the show. We're going to talk about the most important street sign you ever see. You can listen to the Christian Car Guy radio show on other great stations like WTRU, AM 830 in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. AM 580 in Richmond, Virginia, AM 960 in Charlotte, North Carolina, then Sirius Channel 161 nationwide on FamilyNet Radio, and on Kerry, K-E-R-I, Kerry the Christian Station, on AM 1180 in Bakersfield, California. Of course, we are live right now from AM 1030 in Raleigh, North Carolina. We need to get you in on the conversation. It's 1-877-44-TRUTH or 1-877-8144. We have Art in Kerry. All right, a local. Art, hey, you're uh, on the air with the Christian Car Guy. How are you doing this morning? Uh, good, good. I'm glad to catch your show. Yeah, we're glad you can, too. Believe me, we're, we're very th happy to be here in Raleigh. And so what have you got for us this morning? Well, you know, I heard you talking about fuel efficiency and the cost of gas. I'm working with a guy who, over the last six years, has invented a software. It was originally designed to analyze uh, which cylinder was misfiring and how badly. Mm-hmm. And what we've discovered over the last year is that it, it's so sensitive that we can also pick up partial misfires and, and incomplete combustion. Right. So it actually analyzes the fuel efficiency of that engine. And it, you know, if, if an engine can do 21 miles per gallon, over time as it gets carbonized and dirty, uh, it starts to do less. So I can't make it do more than 21. But if it's doing less than it's capable of doing, it measures that. And then it, it lets you know if you do need a cleaning service. Okay, we've got Ralph, our Christian transmission guy. He's shaking his head. Ralph, you, you, you know about that? Yes, I do. I've heard of it. I haven't actually seen it experienced but, uh, or used it, but I have heard of it. We would be glad to show it to anybody who wants to see it. <laughs> well, I, I it sounds give you awesome. So what do you, what, somebody brings the car into your service facility, and there you check it out with that software? Is that what goes on? 
Yeah, we put a sink on uh, an ignition event, and we put a pressure transducer in the tailpipe, of all things. It originally was done with the oxygen sensor, but we've been able to make it a lot simpler by, by looking at the pressure wave pulse train coming out of the exhaust system. And then the software does this amazing analysis, and we actually uh, give you a chart. Uh, it looks like a thermometer chart between you know, red you, yeah. to green uh, of how well the combustion efficiency is going on. And, you know, we've tested hundreds of cars. And if it's bad and you clean it, it comes up either greatly improved or somewhat improved. So, I mean, it, you know, it seems to be quite a valid thing. We're talking with several automotive chains right now with the product. But wow. if you guys want to see a demo of it, we'll come down and show it to you anytime you want. Well, we may, we may just want to do that. But for now, what you can do for me, Art, is please go to my blog at www.christiancarguy.com. You click on the blog spot right there. You'll see about three blogs down. It, it lists these new gas-saving devices. I will go put it on right now. Go put it on so everybody can see that, and then we'll be in touch after the show, and, and we appreciate that very much. We'd, uh, love to, we'd love to have you take a look at it, man. Oh, cool. Well, that sounds awesome. <laughs> We're going to be back in just a moment with more of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. We appreciate your calls. Again, 877-8144 or 877-44-TRUTH. Today, a special phone number. Call us. On the other side of this break. There's more Christian Car Guy coming up after this break. The number is 1-866-34-TRUE. Call us with your questions or comments. We're back. You're listening to Christian Car Guy Radio Talk Show with your host, Robbie Dilmore, And we've got Kim Walker from Peak Automotive. She's our Christian Car Gal. And we've got Ralph Smith here from Hotman Transmission. And he's our new... Christian transmission guy, which I can tell you from just being around this community as we went out looking for guests that these guys have awesome testimonies. It's not just them that claim to be Christians, but as we went around, there were a lot of people told us, this is the people you need to go see. These are the Christians that are in the car business in Raleigh, North Carolina. So we're excited to have them on, undoubtedly. But we need you in on the conversation because we need you there, too. I've been doing the phone number wrong. It's actually, you know, it's all new here. It's, it's 877-448-7884. Or if you're digitally gifted, 877-44-TRUTH. But, Kim, what is female-friendly service, ask Patty, you know, what's that all about? <laughs> well, uh, I think that the most important thing to share about that is that historically women are really intimidated going in and getting their car fixed. And uh, we, for several years now, have been really blessed to be called female-friendly. And I think that to define that for ladies, it's just, it's a place where you can go. You can feel that we're, you know, people are not going to take advantage of you. Female-friendly service, when you're looking for that, I think you need to look for someone when you walk in. You, there's a feeling of respect and trust, and um, you can easily talk to the service advisor and find out what's going on with your car without feeling that you're being taken advantage of. And uh, things like, like you're being made to look stupid. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, we don't make you repeat all the noises going on with your car and, and all that kind of stuff. But also, it's um, it, female-friendly service is something that we recognize that women are the buying power in most households, and they're the ones making the decisions. And uh, at least at our shop, about 73% of our clients are women. Wow. And uh, just saying that, we it, female-friendly service caters to women. We think about all the small details that women appreciate um, walking into a shop. It's not filthy. It's not dirty. Uh, it's very clean, very comfortable. We really 
try to go over and above thinking about the small details that women appreciate. So you're, you're thinking when a woman walks into a shop, she can kind of tell by the way it looks to Absolutely. an extent that this, is, this might be a place that... So what do you, Kim, what do you think is the number one thing that women should... I mean, th th this is the thing. If you see this, then run the other way as fast as you can run. Well, you know, I don't think it's anything that you necessarily see, but more than what you feel when you walk in. It, you just get, women are very intuitive. We're very detail-oriented. We really pay attention to all the small details as well as the large ones. So I think that it's just a feeling that you get, just like with any other service or any other professional or anything like that. When you walk in somewhere, you get a feeling of whether they want you to be their customer. And we really strive to make sure that women know that we want their business just as much or more than... So our, our listeners that are out in Idaho or mm -hmm. in California or whatever, how do they find female-friendly? You know, what, what, is there any resource out there for them? There, well, as far as uh, automotive repair, there's not much out there as far as who is being female-friendly. But there is a website focusing on dealerships that are selling cars, which... That is a big, that's a very important area as well because women go in to buy the car and they're like, well, let me talk to your husband. Let me explain to him. And so um, Ask what, Patty. What, oh, Ask Patty, is, that's for just selling dealerships, not well, servicing? It's, well, it's a, it's a wide variety. Um, Ask Patty is a website of all things automotive for women by women. It's absolutely incredible. And um, I, I'm a part of the panel of expert women on there, but in addition to that, for yeah, go ahead. You, have, you have a call? Yeah, well, we're going to get, we've got Eddie in South Carolina. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Eddie, you're on the air with the Christian car guy. How are you doing today? Are you with me, Eddie? Okay, hey. we may have, okay, uh, Eddie, go I ahead. Got a, I got a 2001 Lincoln LS, uh -huh. and it's been skipping. Uh, you know, it's like a jerk feeling uh, when you're going down the road, when you're, you're like going to fourth gear. My wife took it to a Ford dealership. Uh-huh. And then they said it's the transmission. Okay, they overhauled the transmission. They brought it home, and the thing was still doing it. And they brought it back and said, we need a new transmission. Whoa. So you're, uh, you're in luck today because we have the Christian transmission guy here. Right, I heard that. That's what <laughs> I wanted to know. But, see, they put a new transmission in it, and then they find out they need injectors because the uh, rack rusted out and was dropping rust into the injector. And now they're telling me, now we took it back to them four different times. Oh, man. And now they're talking about it's the torque uh, converter that they need to put on it. So my wife took it there, and I just called them, and, you know, we can't get no, you know, there's no solution to it, it seems like. And I heard those Lincolns are having, uh, you know, the Lincoln LSs are having those, uh, they're trying to get something called a lemon law against them. Uh -oh. uh, what do, what do you think, do? Ralph, is the, is the situation there? Well, Eddie, uh, first of all, I hate to hear what you're going through. I hear that too often in my shop where people are take, uh, take it into a, a place and they just start diagnosing multiple things rather than understanding up front what's going on. Um, my recommendation to you, if a vehicle is running and it seems to uh, be a, an issue, they tell you it's one thing, take it. If you've not worked with that shop before, Take it to someone that you know and trust and get a sound second opinion that includes an electronic diagnosis of what's going on. You should be able to get much better upfront evaluation than just uh, a series of guesses is what uh, the vehicle's doing. 
and at this point, Eddie, with all that you've already paid for, which is a difficult situation, when I got that second opinion, I would have that other shop look at all the things that they've charged you for, look at the parts that they put on, and, and try to help you work through how to make all that right. So you've got a, you've got a lot of stuff going on there. God bless you with that, Eddie. We'll be, we'll be thinking about you. I'm Thank sorry you. that you got to work through that. Daryl, we got Daryl in Indiana. Daryl, you're on the air with the Christian Car Guy. How are you doing this morning? Well, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing great. What have you got for us, Daryl? Well, I got a question about a Ford Lariat pickup truck, XLT91. Uh, three issues with it. Uh, I haven't owned it too awful long. Uh, one is got an oil leak someplace. And the mechanic I'd like to take it to can't get time to work on it, but I just wondered if you, you might have any ideas on that. Uh, how many how many miles are on it, Daryl? Do I? How many miles are on your truck? Oh goodness, trying to remember. A little over hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. All right. Do you know based on when you parked 100, it? Hundred hundred thousand. Yeah, hundred thirty-five thousand. I think. Yeah. Hundred thirty-five. Okay. When yeah. you park the car, does it seem to be coming from the front of the engine or the back? I think it's coming from the back. But I have recently been been smelling oil like it's uh, getting on the motor or something. Have you looked at it to make sure that it's motor oil? In other words, is it? Well, I I took it in, had the oil changed in it the other day at a Jiffy Lube, and uh, uh, they seemed to think it was motor oil, but they couldn't tell where it was coming from. Of course, I don't dig into it, you know, anything like that. Well, one of the things that you can do yourself if you want to if you want to work through this, which I always recommend people if they can work with their car because it helps you bond with it. And as you bond with your car, you see, you got to give it a name like Old Red or something because the more you love your car, the more you're going to want to keep it. The more it'll keep saving you money. That's my opinion. But you can go to What's an. The anyway. problem now, I want to keep them too much. <laughs> I have too many of them. Well, yeah, but anyway, you can go to a parts store and you can get some dye <laughs> that you can put in the oil. Make sure it's motor oil dye, not transmission oil. And uh, uh -huh. then if then you get a, a, a like a black light or something, and you can you can see where it's coming from. It won't take I long, think. and then once you see that, you may not want to play anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might be coming from the rear main oil seal or something that's going to be a little well, bit trickier. That's, that's what but I was afraid. If it's just it, a valve cover or something, yeah, you can you can run right in there. Yeah, it sat for uh, I guess a couple three years. The the fellow that owned it died, and oh, his wow. widow did not drive. And so it, it wasn't driven very much for two or three years until I bought it. And uh, when I bought it, uh, I didn't notice any leak. But shortly thereafter, it started to leak. Yeah, once and it started to get going round and round again, it, it had a chance to find its way out. Oil does not like to stay in an engine. If it yeah. had its way, it would, it would all leave. So it's our yeah. job to, to keep it in there somehow. Hey, Ralph, have you got any other suggestions? Well, I got you. Well, the key thing with any leak is to go as far forward and as high as possible because oil will go down and back as it's driving. So you want to take uh -huh. care of any leaks that are as in front of the engine or on top of the engine first before well, you start doing anything. I don't see anything major. there as far as, you know, just being visible. All right. Well, okay, we, that, we appreciate it very much. Oh, you got another one. I got two more issues. Well, with let it. me let me say this real quick. If you need in on this, you've got something for a Christian car gal. You got something for our transmission guy. Eight seven seven four four truth or eight seven seven four four eight seven eight eight four. You're listening to the Christian car guy. Go ahead, Daryl. What's 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 number okay. two? I I tried to get through to you last week and never could get through. But oh. uh, 
uh, I picked up from the conversation that you normally get lower gas mileage in the wintertime than you do in the summertime. Uh, after having taken it in, having the oil changed uh, just recently, my gas mileage went from a whole uh, approximately 11 mile a gallon down to about nine. Uh, wondered if you had any thoughts on that. Well, as our friend, you know, talked about, as your as your vehicle gets more carbon, and as it gets more age on it, you know, you could have a spark plug wire, and it's, it's, you you can barely even tell it's just barely misfiring. You're not getting a complete burn. It could be you've got something that's carboning up there. You know, the reason why you get a little less in the in the winter is the air is not you know not as expanded, and the more sure. oxygen molecules you can get around a fuel molecule, the more it burns, and that's the good news. Um, Unless you tend to let them set and warm up some too, but, but yeah, that's the deal. So, yeah, it okay. does help. It does help to warm up, but that's what I'm thinking. But we appreciate the third, you. The third issue was, wow. and I noticed this when when I first bought it. Okay. Uh, I had just taken off, and I thought I ran over a two before or something in the road. Then I looked to see what I'd hit. Well, there wasn't anything there. Oh, we got to go to this break, Daryl. You, this is, is your transmission area. <laughs> Uh oh, we're gonna have to come back to Daryl on the other side. He's okay. got a lot of stuff. This car, we're gonna, we're gonna have to keep it on the block so we can follow its progress. We're gonna turn it into well, a superstar. Well, 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 visit our website at ChristianCarGuy.com and email us. There's more Christian Car Guy to come after this break. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show with your host, Robbie Dillmore. We've got Kim Walker here with us. She's our Christian Car Gal from Peak Automotive. And we've got Ralph Smith, our Christian Transmission, transmission Guy. I'll get my mouth to work. We need you in on the conversation, though. It's 877-44-TRUTH or 877-448-7884. We want to talk about school bus seat belts. We want to talk about road signs. We want to talk about female-friendly service. We, we got all those those topics that we've got going on. But when we left our hero, Daryl, he had run over a two-by-four. And this this car that's it's got a little bit, it's just not getting the gas mileage, and, and there's a couple issues with it. got a little oil leak. But we're getting there, Daryl. We're going to get it fixed up. Right. Daryl, you're back on the air with us. So you hit a two-by-four. I you, thought I had. <laughs> you thought you had. Okay. Is it something in the transmission jerk? And it does it every once. What doesn't do it all the time? Just every now and then, it it jerks like you run over something. The old jerky transmission trick. Yeah. <laughs> well, the key thing is for the uh, technician to be able to duplicate what's going on, and it because quite frankly, it may not be the transmission. You could be having something else go on, and just to assume that would be really dangerous. I see. I would highly recommend. Uh, if it's time for a service, have someone do a service. If there's a problem inside that transmission, you're going to find metal in there. If it's uh, if there's no metal in there, you you don't have a transmission problem. More than likely, you've got something else that's causing that. Uh huh. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to jump to conclusions. It's just one of those things you just got to be able to duplicate, Daryl. But we appreciate it, buddy. And I would I would actually, if you start feeling it regularly, because things tend to get worse, not better, then just take uh -huh. it on in and, and see what they got. I appreciate it very much. You keep listening. All right. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. We, got, right. we, we got Daniel in High Point. He's been hanging on a good while. Daniel, you're on the air with a Christian car guy. What you got going this morning? Um, basically, um, I've got a 96 Plymouth Voyager, and the transmission 
uh, the check engine lights on, and when you crank it up and you don't let it warm up in the mornings, the transmission don't want to change out of second gear. How many miles are on it, Daniel? Uh, about 163. All right. Well, we're in luck because we have Ralph, the Christian transmission guy. Daniel, um, now on your vehicle where you say you have to let it warm up, is it a three-speed or a four-speed transmission? Uh, I think it's a four-speed. Okay. Well, that's a fully electronic transmission, and it's very possible you've got an issue with your electronics. Have you had anyone scan it? Uh, not lately, I haven't. Okay. I'd recommend that you take it into a uh, shop you trust that has a uh, good electronics guy and have them pull the codes on it. Uh, okay. Then clear the codes, drive it again, and as soon as it acts up, take it in immediately. That way they can get the single code that is most likely the one that's causing the problem. And the good news is, Daniel, that in your case, unlike some of the other situations we've had today, usually that's a fairly inexpensive fix. A lot of times it's just a speed sensor or something in a, in a Chrysler product. So don't be afraid to take it on in and let them do it because it's, it probably is not going to be expensive. Okay. Good news that you got from the Christian car guy this morning. Thank you. The resurrection of the 96 Voyager. Thank you. You're listening to the Christian car guy radio show here in Raleigh. We're broadcasting live. It's exciting. We need you in on the conversation, though. It's 877-448-7884 or 877-44-TRUTH. And uh, you, can, you can tell us what's going on with your car. If you've got your school bus driver and you think you've got something, we want to talk about that this morning. We're going to get to that in a minute. You know, I personally think that we should come up with devices to make sure everybody is seatbelt. No, you don't need kids that aren't seatbelt and kids that are. But you can get if we can make sure people on an airplane wear seatbelts, you know, then how can we can't make sure if, the, if you're on a roller coaster we can make sure you wear seatbelts. So I'm thinking there's an answer to this situation. And but I got to tell you about the conversation I had with a school uh, official later. But I'm we're going to get to that. But right now we got Kim. She is going to tell us what the ten things your daddy never. What what is it? Well, I could talk for a while about what my dad didn't teach me about my car, but uh, sadly, he'd probably roll over in his grave. I think he'd be very proud of me being in the automotive industry, but there were some things now in hindsight that, that he never told me about. And uh, some of the, just to touch on a couple, pre-purchase inspections, uh, I never even thought about that until I owned a shop. And, and uh, so I think getting your car checked out thoroughly uh, a lot of people think, well, they can just lift the hood. Oh, yeah, it looks like a good engine. Well, you need to put it on a lift and check it out. And um, and so that's something that's really, really important. And it's not expensive. It's amazing. People go out and buy a used car. Yes. And they could take it down and for 50 bucks, you know, mm -hmm. get it checked out completely. And instead, they're going to use their own, you know, where many counselors plan succeed. That's a proverb. I, I couldn't agree with you more, Kim. Yeah. I have a good friend looking for a couple of cars. She's brought in three this past week. And, and all of three of them, we, we said, really, would not give that to my child. So... <laughs> Um, and then something else is just the 411 on a gas cap. It's so often that not tightening that gas cap tight enough will cause your check engine light to come on. Oh, yeah. And, and then people drive around with their check engine light on, and then other things register, and you bring it in and, and realize there's three or four codes going on for a check engine light when originally it was just the, uh, just the gas cap. So tighten your gas caps, ladies. Um, I've always heard three clicks, and, and you're pretty tight. And then uh, I have a 5-year-old who has some pretty serious allergies. So something that a lot of people don't know is um, your, um, a lot of cars have a cabin air filter. And replacing oh, yeah. that cabin air, air filter during allergy season or right before allergy season will really help clean the air that's going through your cabin. Great suggestion. That's big time. A lot of people don't realize how much easier their life could be if they would 
yep. do that. And it's not expensive either. Nope, not. It's, some, it's pretty simple. We got Jerry in Pennsylvania. He's got an exhaust smell. Jerry, you're on the air with a Christian car guy. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. What's the weather like in Pennsylvania? Uh, right now it's 35 degrees, and uh, we, we had a good snowstorm last night, but uh, the roads are dry now, just kind of blowing around a little bit. All right. Yeah. So that, that cold weather makes the exhaust smell worse, doesn't it? Pardon? I said when you said you got an exhaust smell on the comments, and I said when it's cold, the exhaust smell probably gets worse. Uh, I, I haven't noticed whether cold or warm, but uh, <laughs> right now I'm noticing a, a heavy lacquer, almost like a lacquer thinner smell coming out of the, uh, the exhaust. When I started up first thing in the morning, and I was wondering if that may be telling a tale. What kind of vehicle do you have, here? A Hyundai Sonata V6. It's, a, it's an 02 or 04. Well, Jerry, this is a good time because... I don't know if Ralph, my Christian transmission guy, has it, but Bill Kratz is monitoring out there somewhere. He's my Christian mobile mechanic. Bill, if you're out there, I don't know what a lacquer smell. I know eggs. I know stuff like that. But the lacquer one has me stumped. So, Jerry, if you will stay tuned, Bill Kratz will call in my Christian mobile guy. I, 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 he told me he, he's a monitor for us. Maybe he can help us out with that. Or some other listener, if you know about a lacquer smell coming out of the exhaust, we've got to help Jerry out in Pennsylvania. Thanks for calling, Jerry. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Don't always have the answer here at the Christian Car Guy because, you know, we've got to tell the truth because it's truth broadcasting. And if you don't know, you don't know. 877-448-7884. We need somebody to help us. Lacquer smell. I've never heard anything like that. Have you, Ralph? No, I'm not familiar with it. Was that something your daddy never told you about? Yeah, he definitely <laughs> didn't tell me about that. <laughs> Number four on our list. Number four would happen to be, um, in conjunction with the cabin air filter, um, I just learned about this a couple of years ago from my husband, is uh, there's a product out there. There's lots of products out there, but the one that we use is BG Friggy Fresh, and it's something that you can put into your air conditioning vent to clean that out so that you're not also breathing uh, other air that's coming through there that's bacteria and mold and things that's, like that. That's a biggie. A lot of people don't realize when they leave their air conditioner on recirculate that that, that creates a situation where bacteria grows. Right. You occasionally got to let the outside air come in because air, believe it or not, it kills the bacteria that fresh air does. But if you keep recirculating that old air, you need stuff like that. And and so and that that's awesome because so many people are going around out there got that musty smell in your car yeah. and whatever what you don't realize is you're breathing in bacteria. And you don't need that. It don't make you feel good. Right. Neither and, does exhaust. It smells like <laughs> Right, especially in the summer. You really notice it in the summer when you get in it's hot in there, you turn that air on and it's It'll it's knock you out. So, that's, that's <laughs> so clean it up. That's Defunctify it. So let's see if we can get to the fifth one, and then we've got to get to Ralph's suggestion about teenage drivers. Yeah. What's number five? I want to hear that. I have a teenager driver. Um, <laughs> I would say number five is, is getting a kit together to keep in your car. For example, a little first aid kit, a flashlight, oh, yeah. things like that that you need to have in your car in case of an emergency, a blanket, um, that's awesome. Just a, a little kit. I couldn't agree with you more, but if you go back to my archives on my blog, one time we had, we, we did a couple shows where everybody called in with everything that you ever could think of <laughs> in a car. And we got everything from a little thing to break the window. We got portable potty seat for your We have a list. If you, if you go to www.christiancarguide, that's a great suggestion by all means. You don't want to be caught. And, and I know for ladies, correct me if I'm wrong, it's amazing what you can do with a baby wipe. Oh, if you have those in the car, my wife is is is. It's amazing what she can do with that. That's one of the 
That's like Definitely. duct tape is to me. That's like bailing wire. I mean, it's, it's a necessary and it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph, tell us your situation with the, with the. Well, my two, <clears throat> excuse me, my two children uh, recently took off for, uh, they spread their wings. They graduated from college and headed to uh, oh, wow. different places to live. And as they were heading out, we uh, wanted to make sure that they understood a, a key part of their life is going to be their car. They're, it's uh, an investment in reality. So when we helped them uh, get their vehicles, we ensured that, one, they bought reliable cars. We had them go through a, a very strenuous test before we bought them. The second thing is they uh, got into their new homes uh, in different cities outside of our area. I w told them, first thing I want you to do is find someone who is associated with, a, uh, with your church or that you know is involved with the church that you can be proud of to to uh, to say they you know them and have them be your automotive ex expert. Uh, make sure that they've got years of experience. Uh, make sure that they've got the same employees. That there's not a huge amount of turnover in their facility, because if they have a pr turnover of employees, they don't have a real solid there experience base. A simple prayer request in your Sunday school class, and you can get that. Mm -hmm. Coming up on the other side of this break, road signs and school bus safety. Thank you for listening to Christian Car Guy Radio Show. New number, 877-44-TRUTH. The number is 1-866-34-TRUTH. Call us with your questions or comments. We're back. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show with your host, Robbie Dillmore. We've got our, our, trans, our Christian transmission guy, Ralph Smith, Smith with us, and Kim Walker, our Christian uh, car gal, which is a cool thing. I've, I've been waiting on this a long time. But when we, uh, we need to get you in on the conversation, it's 877-44-TRUTH, 877-448-7884. And we, first, before we get to Ralph's others, we've got Bill, our Christian mobile mechanic. I knew he was at large. He's got an answer for us on the lacquer smell on the lacquer smell. <laughs> Bill, thank you for listening, buddy. We appreciate your help. What you got for us? Sure, there's a couple things that can cause that, Robbie. Um, I'm curious as to when he, if he's checked his oil and if the smell is coming from the exhaust pipe or the engine compartment. It he, said it was the coming, he said it was coming from the exhaust pipe. Yeah, it's possible he's got fuel going down into his oil. He needs to check his oil level. I don't know how many miles are on the car, what year it is, but matter of fact, I just drained oil out of a car last night that had the same exact smell to it. And if the fuel's getting in there, it makes his oil level go up, and it'll start burning the oil, and it'll so smell what really would, badly. What would cause that, Bill? Would it be running too rich? You're running too rich, and um, leaking fuel injectors can cause it. If it's sitting there, and when it shuts off, if the injector, one or two injectors sitting there dripping, leaking in, down into the crankcase, it'll go by the pistons and when it's not running and get into the crankcase. So this is one of the big advantages of having a mobile mechanic is even when I'm in Raleigh, you're with me, Bill. And no matter where I am, you can help me. The most. I appreciate Truly you. mobile. <laughs> Truly mobile. You're awesome, man. I appreciate you calling in and helping us with that. You bet you. Have a good day. Thank you, Bill. That's Bill Kratz. He's our Christian mobile mechanic at large. He's out there helping us out whenever he can. But you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, 877-44-TRUTH. If you've got something for us out there, we need, we need to hear from you. But um, where Ralph is going to give us one more tip for that teenage driver before we move on to this school bus issue. Well, the last thing I'd recommend is that the, um, uh, stu the person who's actually doing the evaluation 
just watch them do it. See how professional they are. See if they have a checklist that they're using, that they're just not flying by the seat of their pants, but rather they're using an approved checklist that is actually helping them diagnose the problem rather than just running with their experience, which is really great, but also uh, the checklist gives them an ability to prove to you, show to you what you've got, and gives you a record on the vehicle at that moment. There you go. Okay. Again, we want to talk about this school bus seat belts issue. Okay. This is really, it's disturbing to me. I, I, I think about it, you know, we got airplanes, and when you think about an airplane, I mean, for me in my intellectual brain, you know, what good is that seatbelt going to do me when you're hitting the ground at 4,000? Yet we ensure that every single last, the FAA is going to make sure that everybody has their seatbelts up and all that stuff. If it can save one life, it's worth it, right? So how in the world can we not do the same thing for our kids? I know what the school official told me is, Robbie, the school bus safety record's unbelievable. It's not more unbelievable than airplanes. It's not, you know. So how is it that we can require it on this level and we can't run? And, and I understand what the school bus driver, I don't think we need more pressure on school bus drivers. I think we may need a second attendant in the school buses. But, or some type of interlock system where, A, the bus doesn't run, doesn't go into gear if all the seatbelts aren't engaged. And so guess what? If you guys want to get to school and you don't want to be tardy, you're going to have to buckle your seatbelts. And they also can now measure whether or not there's weight on that seat to see whether or not there's somebody there or not. And so we have the technology. But the issue is I don't think somebody wants to spend the money. And when I talked to that school official, I, I had one question for him. If it was your child is sitting in that school bus that's had to slam on its brakes at 60 miles an hour on his way to an event somewhere, you're going to tell me that him's thrown across the, the, the whole thing. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. I got a lot of motion on this issue. Go to my blog, www.christiancarguy.com blogging. I don't think it's the school bus driver's responsibility. I think they got more than they can do. I've heard another idea that they should have a steward on the bus, two people, which maybe that ain't all bad. It's, it's worth the investment. If we can invest all that money in seatbelts and airplanes, which I don't know if there's any data on how many seatbelts have ever saved the life of the airplane, but, you know, there you go. But also, you know, my favorite part of the, part of the, uh, the show is coming up. It's appraisal by the real black book. And as we talk about it, this is where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. We cry out for discernment. We lift up our voice for understanding. As I mentioned today, the most important road sign you may ever see. Well, my buddy Stu Epperson did a Truth Talk Live this week on whether or not Christians should act in a soap opera. And as he was coming near the end of his broadcast, I was in the studio with him. He said, Robbie, I need a bottom line truth. I need a bottom line. Well, you know, what's the truth? And, and I was amazed when, with what he came out with because it was just so clear and so easy. But when he said it, I realized it's a road sign. And what he said was, Jesus says it over and over and over again in the Bible, follow me. If you're following him, you can't go wrong. You know, if you don't know which way to go in something, you need a road sign. You need a road sign, and if, and if you go to our website, www.christiancarguy.com, you see my road sign I've created for Stu. It says, follow me, next 416 miles. <laughs> but anyway, I want you to think about this a minute. If you pulled into a city, and you picture this with me, and you're driving it, and, and as you approach, there's, there's no more markings on the road. You can't tell where the right or the left is. No, no you know, reflectors. There's no speed limits. There's no stop signs. There's no no parking signs. There's no no passing signs, and all the rules go away. You know, what, how safe are you? You know, but so many people, they want to throw out all the rules. They don't want to hear about the Ten Commandments. They don't want to, but see, God created, it's kind of like a, a, there's this road map out there for life, and you need the legend. And the more you study it, 
the more you understand what some of these road signs are. You know, so when you think about it, you've got to know, you know, what does that sign mean right there? And when do I need to stop? When do I need to yield? When do I need to follow? I'm following too close. No, that isn't the problem with Jesus. You can't follow too close. <laughs> if you can read the sign, you're probably doing good. Okay? <laughs> Not following too closely. So anyway, my thought is, you know, if you... This is the way my pastor put it years ago, Pastor Quartz, those of you who know him. He, he brought a young man up on the stage, and he said, here, put on my coat for a minute. Now, when he put on his coat, he said, how many people out there think that this young man is Pastor Quartz? And, of course, everybody could see that he was sitting there with Pastor Quartz's coat on, but it wasn't Pastor Quartz. And the reason he did that was he said, you see, when I speak, you know it's me because it's just like because you've known me all and you've heard me speak all these different times. Well, remember what Jesus said? He said, my sheep, they'll know my voice when they hear it. Well, how do you get used to hearing it if you don't study the roadmap, if you don't study the Bible? And see, the more you hear his voice, which one place, you know, you've got voices calling out to you all day long. The one place I know you're going to hear his voice is if you study the Scripture, and that's what that sounds like. And once you get used to it, you'll know the signs. And guess what? If you don't know Jesus, you've got, you got another issue you've got to work through. You need to know when you hear his voice. You need to know when he's saying stop, when he's saying go, when he says yield, we got Jack in Minnesota. He's been hanging on forever. He's got a Ford diesel truck. Jack, you're on the air with a Christian car guy. Real quick, let's see if we can help you. Thank you. What you got for us? Well, I have a, uh, a 1995 Ford F-350 truck. Uh-huh. It has uh, 470,000 miles on it. The transmission it has, has been rebuilt uh, consistently, and I change the oil about every 40,000 miles. It's a uh, commercial truck. I deliver recreational vehicles with it. Wow. On my way to uh, Canada right now, as a matter of fact. All right, man. But uh, occasionally when I'm driving along, the, uh, the it's like the transmission shifts into neutral. Uh -oh. And the, uh, the indicator light on the uh, shift selector lever uh, starts blinking consistently instead of giving me a message like seven oh. and then stop and then seven and then stop. Real it quick, just, Ralph, uh, because we only have about a minute, so you're going to have to... Have you uh, had anyone run codes on it? Yes, they have. Uh, they've run codes on it. They have uh, put new uh, uh, electronic uh, modules in it. Uh, the transmission has been totally rebuilt, and it has probably uh, 30,000 miles on it now. You, I hate to say, unless, unless it's an electronic issue, you've got internal transmission problems right now. Uh, what do you... Uh, is it like a valve or... Oh, it could be several things, unfortunately. What you're describing can be caused both within the valve body as well as in within the transmission internally. And uh, so, you know, again, dropping the valve body would be a good first step and having someone go through it. But uh, I've got to believe, quite unfortunately, you've got something going on inside the transmission. And it might leave him sitting there on oh, the road yeah. if you That's one of those that you got to get right in. We appreciate your call very much, Jack. You keep thank listening. Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. All right, I want to thank you all for listening this morning, guy. It goes so fast, you know. And and we're here. We are in Raleigh. This was an exciting show. I certainly want to thank you, listeners. You guys are the ones that make all this possible. I want to thank Jeff Oliver. He's our on the road producer, but he's also the stage man. I mean, the uh, the off the radio manager here in Raleigh. And Phil, back home playing my sound effects, man. You're awesome. 
I just, you know, I don't, I didn't see your smile across the room, but I got to see Jeff, so I'm, I'm excited. Pray for this ministry. Please stay tuned to the station next week. We're gonna have, we're gonna be back home. We're gonna have some really neat surprises for you. If you didn't get on the air today, go to our blog at www.christiancarguy. Remember the three most important things about buying a car. Commit, roll your plans to the Lord. He has a car for you at a price you can afford. The other guy's price is infinitely high. Buy a safe car, it won't cost you an arm or leg. Get help with many counselors, plan succeed. Keep it serviced, you can pay me now or pay me later. And drive it safely, don't be in such a hurry. Jesus walked everywhere he went and he got it all done in 33 years. Lastly, when you think you may be lost on the road and you see a sign for your destination, then you know you're on the right road. Whew, what a relief, man, I just saw 40 miles to Raleigh or wherever it is you're going. How about your life, man? Are you seeing any signs lately that show you're on the right road? You've got to go to some. You got to go somewhere. It's probably a leather-bound, you know, map guide out there. You can you can you can test it out. You know, you got to memorize some of those signs. You can make it to the non-smoking section if you study the road signs. That's what we're looking for. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy radio show with Robbie Dillmore. For more information about the show or to email questions, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. That's ChristianCarGuy.com. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us at the same time next week for the Christian Car Guy radio show.